I came up with a question that I've been pondering for quite some time, but I haven't asked you. So are you ready to spill some secrets? This is slightly nerve-wracking. Excellent. I wish we would have talked about <laughs> recording this week. But uh, yeah, okay, go for it. <laughs> when you have ideas, like when you're out and about or you're moving between meetings or whatever, and you have ideas, what do you do with them? Oh, that is a really good question. Thank you for calling me an expert. And clearly I am one because I need to think about it for a while. <laughs> like all experts do. I fell from the expert grace immediately. No, not at all. Let, let, me, let me give you some triggers here to, um, to see if they resonate with you. So okay. this started for me when I thought back to there was this productivity trend back in like the 2005, 6, 7 era uh, where people used to email themselves thoughts when they were out doing things. Mm. Did you do that? I did. I did. I don't do anymore, but I used to do that. And I think for me, it was part of the whole sort of GTD getting things done thing mm. where I had one inbox for everything. And it, it worked pretty well. So what do you do today? Today, I try to write down the ones that immediately feel like they solve something or is an answer to something I've been thinking about. If it's just something that pops into my head that I'm not sure what I'm going to do with, sometimes I just leave it. If I remember it, when I get back to where I can sit down and give it some more thought or grab a pad and a pen and write down some additional insights around it, I will. But if it doesn't sort of survive, if it just goes away, it probably wasn't worth it. So I think today I do less with these things that pop into my head than I than I used to. That's actually very interesting. And it's sort of it sort of works. It's it's like the the really good, quote unquote good ideas, they stick around. It's quite liberating to come back to whichever workspace I am in for the day and feel that I don't have a lot of things that I need to sort of admin, go through a bunch of emails I sent myself, loads and loads of notes. Ah, yes. How do you do it? I still take down everything. And it creates this problem that I'm constantly overwhelmed by the administration of just going through notes to myself and like tasks that don't necessarily need to be done right now. So I'm creating more work for myself, basically. So I love the, the idea of pre-filtering. Uh, I wonder if I am... Um, expert enough to actually succeed in doing that but i should definitely try it out but you said you take these thoughts down or the things that solve problems you take down immediately yeah where do you take them down in my phone usually in what app oh in what app ia writer i like that app a lot the very clean calm writing environment so i mm. i jot it down there ai writer is a beautiful beautiful app it's also kind of fun that it's one of the i think it's one of the original markdown apps it's been around for a mm. very long time now and they're continuously improving it slowly and it's still based on local files which means it doesn't really crash or go out of sync and stuff like that which is nice yep yeah. But I have to ask, so you write things down in IA Writer. That means that you're taking down words. Correct. So you're writing text to yourself. Yes. Does that capture all your ideas? Or do you... You're, do you're you about to spring something on me, aren't you? No, no, <laughs> you're no. You're about I'm to just, spring I'm something really shocking on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to explore what it is you take down. I like to write down uh, keywords. When I do write something down, it's just a couple of, of words. It's... It's not a sentence, it's you know, a couple of keywords. And then when I sit down and look at them again, the thoughts have probably evolved further. And um, ah. whatever they trigger at that point is then sort of what I write out. But it's, it's really interesting you bring this up today because I've just added the voice memo, the shortcut in the complication on my Apple Watch ah, yeah. to 
try out recording audio notes instead. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't, I, I literally stuck that on there like two days ago. I haven't recorded a single note yet, but I'm going to try just for the heck of it, just because I want to try something different. See how that works. As we discussed previously, just changing out your tools to see what happens is usually a very good way to uh, remain creative. So I'm very interested in seeing how that how that will turn out. Um, so even if you take voice recordings, you'll still probably stick to just taking down taking down some words or some trigger thoughts to then remember when, when you're actually sitting down to do work. You want to um, you want to recognize these thoughts and hopefully your mind has actually worked on them some more during the period where you didn't think about them actively and you might have evolved thoughts on it. Is that the strategy? I think so. I'm, I'm really curious if I actually will stick with the with the keyword idea about my ideas or if I'll I'll start ranting into my wrist like a, I'm a crazy person. <laughs> um, I don't want to sort of take too many notes regardless of whether it's sound or text. Ah, so okay. we'll see what happens when I start. Like I said, it's it's been two days. I haven't I haven't used it for a single note yet, but um, we'll see. We'll see. To me, what's really important after that first capturing is to have the idea attached to something. If it's not an idea that relates to a specific problem or a project or something, I, I, I don't want to just have it go away. In, in this particular sheet where I jot down things, I have a divider. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and below there, I've, I've kept the ideas, the notes that might have value in the future. But that in the future, I, it's, I mean, it's not like I have year-long lists of random keywords. It's, you know, they get to sit there for like a month maybe, and then I delete them. But you, you keep the original notes, so the trigger words. You don't flesh them out and then keep them. Actually, that is what I do. Yeah, I, I flesh them out and then I keep them. Sorry, I was unclear there. But um, yes, I, I keep the sort of the, the fleshed out note. So this, this is super interesting. Uh, I just love I, I just love that there actually is a topic here. When do you go through your notes? How often does that happen? What does that look like? I'm a bit obsessive, actually, when it comes to, to these things. So uh, <laughs> uh, every day, uh, it's there's no particular schedule, like, you know, last thing I do before I switch off most of the screens. It's not like that at all. Yeah. But at some point during every day, I glance at this file and do something with whatever is there so this is sort of like an inbox but for these are the thoughts that i'm having what am i going to do with these thoughts sort of inbox yeah yeah i guess it is i guess it is what do you do with the with the paper notes because uh, i know you, you carry several notebooks for, for several sort of tracks of, of life yeah what happens with the with the things that you jot down so i've actually taken a page out of the uh, brilliant productivity strategy that an expert taught me on this podcast and uh, currently I, I write things down on paper and then I drag a, I, I do a line across it when I've digitized it and I put it into like my knowledge management system. So everything on paper for me is an inbox or a temporary storage solution. I do the same thing that you do at, at regular intervals. I do this daily or weekly if, if things pile up. I take them down into my my knowledge management system and I attach everything to projects. So everything needs to go into some sort of project, either a current project or a future project. That doesn't really matter, but it needs to attach to a project. So it's just not a random note 
from life. Mm. So what do you do when you go through this list? Um, you mentioned that you wanted these ideas to attach to something. And I just said that I attach all mine to projects. But what did you do? I, I realized that there is actually an in-between step because when I'm sitting somewhere working, um, I always have a notepad out, even though I might not need it. And mm -hmm. As you just mentioned, yeah, I, I also jot down things on paper like that. I was thinking more about like when I'm out and about, moving around, walking, but otherwise go on paper. And sometimes these things that I write down in IA Writer, I actually transfer them onto paper. Interesting. Before I decide what to do with them. Okay. Because it gives me a, a different type of overview and it's not screen-based. Yeah. When do I do that? Well, overview, yes, but I do have that overview. Maybe it's because it's not right in front of me on the screen. I can keep doing other things, but it's all sort of at the corner of my eye. Could be. Hmm. I mean, paper also has this uh, elusive magic where you can do pretty much anything on paper. Mm. While on a screen-based medium, there's always some sort of wonk when you're switching between text and graphics. Yeah. So wait, do you always do this? So even if you're taking digital notes when you're out and about, do you still do you always copy them to paper? No, no. Um, it um, it depends on how I feel like expanding on that ah. keyword or that initial idea. So w what happens then? So you have this um, you have this paper full of ideas. What do you do with them then? I have a paper full of half-baked loony ideas and somewhere in there there is something that is actually really useful. Then I try and attach it to a project if possible mm -hmm. or it sort of goes this is so strange and then it goes <laughs> back into the same file and I type it this makes no sense at all no this is super interesting so you, you type it back into IA writer yeah I do I, I, I have really haven't thought about how insane this sounds but i guess it's part of the the evaluation process yeah no i love this you first you capture ideas with um with trigger words in ia writer or on paper and then you expand on these ideas on paper and then you put them back into ia writer probably as paragraphs of text yes correct unless i expand on the idea already in ia writer instead of moving it to paper okay. for some reason. Yeah. So so what happens then? What is this in a single file? Is it a one file per idea? And what happens then? No, it's definitely all in one file, but if there's something that relates to a specific project, um, I'll copy it and stick it in that project Slack channel or other project documentation. Ah, okay. So then it leaves that file. But general ideas, yeah, they they stay in that one that one file. I'm looking at it now and it's there's not a lot of stuff in there. Uh, at the moment, there's one, two, three, four paragraphs. Oh, uh, okay, four, five paragraphs and um, maybe six or seven sort of short notes at the top. And most of these are from actually from yesterday. That is super interesting. So I guess I, I clean it out uh, and move stuff. Uh, maybe, maybe more than I thought even. Uh, I had the impression that there's more things just hanging out there but apparently not i think so often it comes down to also the the validation of the idea because mm. i i love trying out ideas bringing them into conversations of course in a in a project setting it's very very easy but if it's not in a project setting i still like to just discuss it and um, do like a first first gut check with uh, with others including you yeah and um, i think if it doesn't really pass muster um, or it grows into something else that's what what I then keep and then try and sort of work with and evolve with. Yeah, it sounds like you're you're very strict with filtering your ideas. Even before you take down notes, you're quite strict already. Uh, and then as you go through this very interesting process, it seems like you're 
cutting things at every step. Is that accurate? That is accurate. I, I mean, I, I hate clutter. Yeah. Um, I hate clutter in the physical realm. I can't stand it in my devices, in my worksheets. I feel clutter is very, very limiting. So, um, yeah, yeah, I do. Maybe there's a better way of doing it. Maybe I, I would get a different type of result if I did it differently, probably. But... Um, it's kind of like with everything else, you know, this works, this feels good. I, I, I feel happy with this. Yeah, yeah. Let's run with it for a while, see what happens. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you very, very much. This was super interesting. I realized a couple of months ago that I've been taking down all of the thoughts that I've had and all of the ideas I get. Uh, either take them down on paper or I put them down in my to-do list. Oh. I have been sort of influenced by GTD that I do a weekly review where I empty out all of my thoughts and notes from my to-do list and it's actually the wrong place to have them because of this these are ideas so now i have something like 300 project ideas in my to-do list mm. and i never look through them and they're cluttering up they're cluttering up my sense of progress because they're actually adding some anxiety to me because they're, they're, they're giving me a little bit of anxiety mm. because i feel pressured to actually get to these projects at some point even though that's not the point. These are just ideas. Uh, these are just things that uh, I would like to work on at some point. Um, so I started asking around and I've heard some really interesting variations on this, but it seems like pretty much all of the creative people I talk to and that I know have some process for collecting and filtering ideas. And they're all quite similar. They also seem to be very limited by the tools available. So most of the people I've talked to have taken down trigger words or paragraphs of text, and they're doing it because it's the fastest app on their phone, mm. which I find... That yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah, I agree. But I find it super interesting. Yeah. I was thinking about something we talked about, I think, in season one, uh, what happens when you when you lose or you choose to delete a lot of information. Mm. You said you have sort of hundreds of, of ideas in, um, in your to-dos or your to-do list. What if you just, you know, mark them all and delete? What would happen? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've actually been thinking about this and the thought very much scares me. Uh, Paul Graham has this great um, short idea in one of his essays where he talks about that the when you're learning art, the amateur is really afraid of messing up the thing that they've done because they're worried they can't do it again, mm. while the professional doesn't care and just continues making iterations because they know that they can do it again. And I think I have this amateur mindset for ideas. I'm really worried that if one of these ideas in my, my long, long list of ideas, maybe that's the idea that I will never have again, which is probably super silly, but I still have this fear. So I haven't been able to do it yet, but I am sort of, I'm sort of almost hoping that I'll have a crash at some point just to see what it's like. This can be arranged. <laughs> so anyway, thank you very much for letting me pick your mind about this topic. It's fascinating to me and uh, I'm super excited to hear your experience about the uh, voice recording um, instead of taking down uh, trigger words. Oh, trust me, you, you are literally the first <laughs> to hear uh, how that goes, whether you want it or not. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that mega exciting conversation oh we will we will have a fantastic rest of the day jesper and um thank you for listening everyone thank you let's end with coffee
So today I am drinking a local bean. This is from Field Coffee in Berlin. It's called Dark Horse, a dark roast espresso. It's a very dark roast. It is a little bit nutty, very chocolatey, thick and syrupy, it says on the tin. And honestly, it's not really, but I think it's because I'm using my own espresso machine. Because I also had this yesterday at a um, coffee place called Sorel in Neukölln, Berlin. And there it really was thick and syrupy. So if you know how to um, set up your espresso machine properly, Dark Horse by Field Coffee. It's a 4 out of 5, maybe a 5 out of 5. It's absolutely fantastic if you like a chocolatey dark roast. Enjoy. Enjoy.